What's up, everyone? It's Freaky Friday. Welcome back to Cork Stats, powered by the Mayo Media Net here on YouTube, presented by Jock Market, the best daily fantasy app anywhere because you actually make money. What a sick idea. Download that bad boy for free. Use the code MMN Mayo Media Net. They're going to take your first hundred bucks. They're going to match that for free. And if it's free, it's for me. We've been making money pretty much every single day, doing really well with these targeted stats. We're going to do some today. It's the first part of the show. Welcome aboard to all the new listeners. It's the three pillars of profit here at Cork. Stats, the Mail Media Net, baby. Daily, DFS, and Jock Market, which is also total base props. We're doing it all. Then over to the fantasy side on Friday. We do the full weekend look ahead. I got everything. All the pitching matchups, all the platoon stuff, everything. Starts and sits. The whole nine. The one-man band banging the drum. I got the harmonica. Let's do the damn thing. And then we got a parlay for Friday. It's the last chance to get these across the finish line again. Gosh, the betting side has been so brutal. Although, I've been having people show me how well they're doing using the model or splitting up the parlays. Remember, parlays is going to get you in trouble, but, you know, such is life. Let's get back into the show. We really got a ton to do, so, you know, we'll sleep when we're dead, everybody. Let's jump into the stack report. First up, it's my New York Yankees, the Bronx Bombers, the Pin Stripers. I love the Highlanders, and right now, man, they are awesome. If you have new to my work, man, I am usually the most pessimistic Yankee fan up in the bleacher section, but right now they are humming. Offense, pitching, bullpen, the whole nine, man. They look incredible going up against Dallas Keigel. I'm laughing because this is like the perfect letdown spot, but we got to go with it. Keigel, the surface stats, okay. I see an 11% walk rate, 840 OPS year to date. I think the Yanks get to him. You got to look at Stanton. He's very good with the off-speed stuff, can send anything to the moon, but also we're looking at DJ LeMahieu and maybe even Jose Trevino. Now, there's a pretty good example of how we like to look at these players again. You got to follow me on Twitter at MLB moving averages also on Patreon, but don't worry, it's not Patreon, it's Freetreon for you and Metreon, but you gotta check it out, I'm, I'm putting everyone down with rankings and stuff, there's lineups and weather, pitching changes potentially, things that matter, it's very hard to get to it first thing in the morning, this show is the foundation where we're laying the initial bricks, those very strong cinder blocks, and we're gonna build from there, and hopefully again, get to the finish line today. So, Stanton at the highest setting in Jock Market or DraftKings, right? $7.50 in DraftKings. The guy you will go up to, $5,000 in DraftKings. That kind of guy, DJ in the middle setting, $5.50. Got to be more like $4,000 in DK. Trevino at the bottom. You don't want to pay more than $3,500 DraftKings bucks or $3.50 real world cash or total base props, a guy like Trevino should be a half base instead of one and a half base. So always, we're trying to look at these things in high, medium, and low. I know it's a bit oversimplified, but first of all, Mail media followers are mad sharp. And if you're rolling with me, you're getting sharper every day at the least bit. Get at us on Twitter. We'll answer you back. Get up in the comments on YouTube. Wherever you want, you reach out. We'll reach back. Next up, it's the Blue Jays. They've been terrible, but, man, I'm waiting for them to get off the mat. You know, the stack that really popped are the lefties against Luis Castillo, who I like. He's really struggling spotting to lefties. But Toronto has no lefties. So I guess we're looking at Tapia, maybe Zach Collins. Again, depending on the lineup, right? We don't 
want to place Zach Collins bets until we know. He's in the lineup, though you'd get it back. Why hang your money up in an account with a company that doesn't care about you? Next up, those Detroit Tigers from 8 Mile. Detroit Rock City up against Aaron Savali. Gosh, he has really, really struggled. And I want to give you just a bit more insight here. This isn't just lefty-righty cross splits. It's not always that simple. A lot of times... These problems are a function of poor location. We've mentioned this on the show before. A pitcher looking for break that doesn't happen. We've had changes in the ball. Pitchers have complained. So that's the kind of stuff I've been looking for, and it's really, really worked. So Savali has had trouble spotting two righties. Remember, he's a righty, so it's not necessarily, oh, Savali stinks, jump on the lefties. He's having trouble spotting. It's not breaking far enough away. It's landing middle-middle. It's going in the seats. 1,100 OPS and four home runs year-to-date to righties. Give me torque. Give me scope. Give me Miggy. Love the Tigers today. Got to love the Tigers today with Scooble on a bump. We know we're going to be on that last up. It's the Minnesota Twins righties against Daniel Lynch. Now, this is not like a full-on stack for me. I have liked Lynch, but he has struggled with the long ball. Again, some poor fastball placement. So we've got to be looking for Byron Buxton, right? I mean, if Lynch makes a mistake to Buxton, that bad boy is going in the seats. He can be very expensive. So that would probably be my last piece of advice. I also have Ryan Jeffers circled. If he ends up on the jock market slate, love a guy like him. He's always a pop for a home run, and he should be cheap. Remember, in hell leverage in the game, everybody. I'm going to nail this point every single day. In DraftKings... Low prices are not necessarily an advantage because everyone jumps on it and it kind of changes the way the game is played. In jock market, a low price means there is no demand because with demand goes up in price. It's a true free market. And that's why we're doing so well because the players that we highlight that are cheap are not being looked at. And if they perform or when they perform, we're getting multiple returns. So that's really my best advice. If you're on the free promo, avoid the Buxtons, play the Jeffers, right? Avoid the Stantons, play LeMayu, play Trevino. Look for those guys that may not finish top on the board. That's fine. You know, we got to pay seven bucks to get the 25 in jock market. But if you got to pay three and some of these guys get to 15 you know oh my goodness get a 500 clip on these guys sometimes it's even better than that so okay that's your stack report we're going to be looking at those of course again follow us up on twitter hit us up on youtube and all that other stuff make sure you rate review and subscribe to the podcast i'm trying to wait to ask for a like so it doesn't seem desperate like just like me before i show you what i got you know i came out i hopefully we went Three up and three down with two Ks and one piece of weak contact in the first. And you're saying, all right, I like what this guy's doing. So if you're picking up what we're putting down, please press the like button. I hate to ask for stupid stuff like that. Like, it's totally not me. Like me, please. Don't tell me like me. I spent my entire life being, being not liked. Like, I, I like being not liked. I wish there was a don't like me for being like button. You know, I kind of got that anti-hero, like a stone cold type of thing. That part of wrestling's a little after my day. But there you go. A little bit of insight into the big dude. All right, let's jump into the fantasy side so we got our stacks all right i got something extra special as always like i said like surprise surprise johnny was up early doing crazy amounts of work for everybody listen this means the world to me your feedback literally i mean it means everything to me if this show doesn't work it will not be for a lack of effort this show reeks of effort but our entire crew reeks of effort like that's kind of our thing all right here you go we got custom graphics again these tools are powered by Fangraphs. Today is your last chance to get a free premium membership. It's $50, pure cash, my pocket, 
to yours. Those ads can be a real pain as you're trying to search. We crunch a lot of numbers with splits. I fully recommend using Fangraphs and the tools and subscribing if you don't win. But, hey, man, if it's free, it's for me. So if you can get a shot at this, please do. All you got to do is rate and review it takes like 30 seconds, you know what I'm saying? Even quicker, I mean, it's, come on, man. It's quicker than pouring a cup of coffee, so. And I drink mine black, so. All right, let's dive into it. You're going to see for the audio-only listeners, you know, the motor-mouth, micro-machine style. I'm going to try and get us everything, but I would suggest that you hop over to YouTube, maybe grab a couple screenshots, follow me on Twitter. Maybe I could post these images because I really think it's helpful. No one else is really doing this. That's why I do it because no one else does it. Okay, we're going to chop it up into three pieces, five sets of games, makes all 15, 30 for the slate. We're going to try and do it all, you know, as much as humanly possible again. Like, what, what else is new? Everybody, right? All right, let me get my, my screenshots here. Okay, here we go. We got the Rays against the Orioles. It's Beaks versus Wells, Springs versus Bradish, and Kluber versus Watkins in Baltimore. So that's no lefties. The big piece there for Tampa, you're wondering about, is you've got to play G-Man Choi. For Baltimore, they're facing two lefties. You've got to sit Rookie Odor, right? I mean, listen, for more shallow league players, a lot of times you're not, you don't have the ability to set your lineups on Friday. So this might be more of a daily league play for you guys out there. Yesterday's show is really focused on the 10 and 12 team. I hope everyone did well in their waiver ads. We've done so well this season. Good luck to everybody there. All right, next up, we got Seattle goes to Boston. Robbie Ray versus Michael Walker. He's back. Chris Flexen versus Garrett Whitlock. Logan Gilbert versus Nate Eovaldi. So Seattle has no lefties, meaning you got to play Mike Ford. He's DHing every day against righties and sitting Dylan Moore. That's that platoon right there. Moore, I think, even looked good the last couple days. Teams lately haven't cared. Boston side, one lefty. That's Robbie Ray. I don't know. I've got Dalback circled for a desperation play. I found that NFBC play, those are generally the decisions I'm making. CI and MI. Dalback circled for desperation play. I hope it doesn't come up against as a homer thing because I liked him coming in. He has played two in a row against righties. Boston kind of getting up off the mat a touch if that means anything for a weekend set. Next up, White Sox go to the Bronx to face the Yankees. It's Kygo versus Nasty Nestor Cortez. Johnny Cueto versus Severino. Michael Kopech versus Jameson Tyon. Sounds like a lot of pitching outside of the Yankees beating up on Kygo today. So the White Sox have one lefty. Some really tough matchups. I'm going to lean to get away from the secondary pieces. Your Josh Harrison Adam Angle, Lurie Garcia. I want to get away from those White Sox. I might have been playing on Monday through Thursday sets. Other side, Yankees. One lefty in Kygo. You got to play all your Yankees. Obviously, the big circle here is Gleber. Is pretty much playing every single day and looks awesome. I hope you added him. While we mentioned him, that he was looking pretty, pretty good. He was popping on those stat boards. I think the Yankees have actually... Weird, I'm boasting the Yankees because I really don't like them. They've done a very good job at... Making sure everybody's playing and keeping the lineups going. They've done an excellent job keeping people healthy in the field and DH, and they really have. Next up, Cincinnati goes to Toronto. Something's got to give as far as offense. Luis Castillo against Hyunjin Ryu. Hunter Green and Alec Manoa should be good. Connor Overton and Yusei Kakuchi should also be good. Lots of pitching in this one. I think if there's going to be any offense, Toronto and Cincy got to do some scoring today. Cincy has two lefties, Ryu and Kakuchi. So Moran is probably a, just a fringe CI. I think those are the decisions you're making in draft champions and things like that. Other side, Toronto keeping on Lords Goriel. He was out 
out with a hamstring. They don't face any lefties, but it's a really tough series. People hear Cincinnati, it's, oh, we're going to beat up on the Reds. If you're listening to the show, you understand pitchers and offenses alike work in waves. It's just not as simple as looking as the jersey. Imagine if it did. I'd be getting an extra, like, three hours of sleep every single day if all we had to do was look at the jersey. All right, next up, Detroit Tigers go to Cleveland to face the Guardians. It's scooble-dooble-doo against Aaron Savali, Alex Fado against Shane Bieber-Fever, and Bo Brisky against Mackenzie Sunday. Looks like it'll be when the scoring is. The public is going to be jumping all over Cleveland on Saturday. I actually like Fado. Don't be surprised if we have that on the F5 list. So... Let's see, Detroit, no lefties. I have all systems go. They've been going with a pretty solid lineup. Cleveland, one lefty in Scooble, also pretty solid lineup. It's the same kind of order of operations for them every day. All right, so that's the first set. Let's get up into the second one. So the audio-only people, hope you didn't miss anything. I got you through it all. Let's go. Next set, board two, Twins and Royals with cheese. It's Devin Hard Smelter against Daniel Lynch, Joe Ryan and Brad Keller. Bailey Ober is back, yes, against Jonathan Hazley. There's nothing I like better than my pitchers returning on Sunday when I don't have a chance to start them. Remember, even when I like pitchers, I bet against them the first time they come back. And when I have them on my fantasy teams, I bench them. I don't like the first start. I don't care anything about it. In fact, Alex Cobb got destroyed and people were looking to sell him. He was fine. The first start, just don't worry, especially if the minor league rehab stuff is not extensive, let's say, where they'd rather get the bullets in the majors and have the guy throw three innings up here than four innings down there. Okay, so Minnesota, one lefty in Lynch. Oh, Luis Arias has sat against lefties, which is strange. So, I mean, he's been very good, so he's probably not far enough on that secondary kind of outlier level where you think about sitting him, but it is something that I've noticed. So just keep an eye on that, right? We just want to get all the pertinent names circled, the things to remember. Hopefully the names will come up as you're setting your lineups as a thing to remember. Other side, Kansas City, one lefty in Smelter, and I have Ober back Sunday. Other than that, you're playing the Royals. Texas goes to Houston. It's Martin Perez and Christian Javier. John Gray, Justin Verlander, Taylor Hearn against Jose Urquidy. The Rangers face no lefties. Three tough righties. Play Brad Miller and play Nate Lowe. I also have him circled as someone who's been sitting against lefties as good as he is. Houston faces two lefties. They've struggled mightily against lefties. You're probably playing your Astros, but it is something to note. The Astros really are a pretty heavy split team. Next up, Oakland goes to L.A. Paul Blackburn, the Pirate, against Chase Silseth. Frankie Montas against my boy Michael Lorenzen. And Cole Irvin is back against Patrick Sandoval. We got Oakland facing one lefty in Sandoval, but it is a very tough series. You're probably sitting Seth Brown in that CI spot. So there we have like the G-Man Choi greater than sign Bobby Dalback, greater than sign... Colin Moran, greater than sign Seth Brown. You know, I mean, that's really the kind of decisions you're making. But if you can get an extra game of quality at bats, I think really that you want to do. This is one of the places where I've tried to improve my NFBC game. If you're going to play with these sharks and you want to play around in these waters, I'm in just the qualifiers, which I highly recommend if you ever want to get in the main event. But the 1700 scares you. I've just wanted to sharpen my teeth. I kind of have the cash. I just didn't want to lose it because I feel like a donkey. So play the 125 qualifier, win and take all, and you get to see if you could roll with the big dogs. Other side, Angels, one lefty in Irvin. You got to start Walsh now. He was being platooned. He's not anymore. Next up, Atlanta goes to Miami. Charlie Morton looked back. Uncle Chuck, baby, against Trevor Rogers, who also looks back. Glad about that. 
against Kyle next up. I'm sorry, Kyle Wright faces Elias or Hernandez tomorrow, and then Ian Herna- Ian Anderson against Sandy Alcantara. Tough pitching matchups there. Atlanta one lefty in Rogers. Very tough on the bookends. Right, Morton's been um, Rogers have been tough. Alcantara's been tough. They're going to eat against. Eliezer probably on Saturday, but that's really tough. So I think you're thinking about sitting Duval, Demerit, the kind of ancillary pieces again for Atlanta. Miami, no lefties. Solaire has missed two straight with back stuff. Keep an eye on Brian De La Cruz, who you might look to play, but I think he took a pitch off the forearm and came out of the game. There has not been any news, so we'll have to monitor that. Last on this board, it's Mets going to the Rockies. You're playing everybody. Cookie Carrasco versus Herman Marquez. Start everyone. David Peterson versus Austin Gomer. Start everyone. And Tyler T. Taiwan Walker. I'm sorry, excuse me. I got a little excited. Against Chad Cool. Cat, man, I really like Cool. He keeps pulling these core starts. Yikes. Start everybody. Doesn't matter. Don't waste your time doing pitching analysis in these games. Don't bet the sides on, on these games. Don't waste your time. Just backfill your lineups into any value. Like you're starting Nito on the Mets, right? Kirk Cavalli hit two bombs early in the week, and you're like, who exactly? So start everybody, everybody in cores. It could be anybody on any given day. Let's get into the last board and blow on through it before we hit today's best bets. It's the trolley Dodgers head to Philly. Julio Urias versus Ranger Suarez in a good one. Mitch White versus Aranola in a good one. And Tony Gonsolin versus Zach Eflin in a good one. Man, I mean, you're playing all your Dodgers, but the note here was they're doing a lot less platooning than expected, which is good for Dodgers owners and Rosters, I guess. I mean, sometimes I kind of like to see the platoon because there's a bit of optimization going on. Other side, Philly, one lefty in Arias. Stott is going to sit that game, so he's on that list of kind of secondary MI pieces. You know, you might be starting anyway, but the rest of the matchups are really tough. Stott hasn't been great, so he might be towards the back of that line. All right, next up, Washington goes to Milwaukee. Fetty versus Lauer. Patrick Corbin versus Brandon Woodruff. Aaron Sanchez versus Preddy Peralta. Yikes, really tough go for the Nats. If you're going to look to get at him at all, you're going to have to get Lauer. If they don't get Lauer, I think they're going to be in trouble for the whole weekend. So all those kind of back-end Nats, I'd really like to sit. Even guys like Yado Hernandez, who've been very, very good. Maybe this is the weekend that you let him ride the pine. Other side, Milwaukee, one lefty and Patrick Corbin. You force all your brewers into the lineups. Jace Peterson has sat against lefties, but here I have him greater than sign over Stott. So if you're kind of making a decision like that, I know I might have that exact decision in a draft champions or two. So give me Jace Peterson over a guy like Bryson Stott. The Diamondbacks go to Wrigley to face the Cubs. Humberto Castellanos against Kyle Hendricks. Madison Bumgarner against Justin Steele. Merrill Kelly against Wade Miley. We could get a bunch of scoring here. Two lefties for the Diamondbacks. So you got to start Jordan Luplow if you got him. All right, this is if you drafted him. This is what you drafted him for. Start Jordan Luplow. There's the big cork stat start for the weekend. Other side, the Cubs have one lefty. The takeaway here was VR Ortega. Every day players, you're pretty much starting them all the time in especially those kind of deep leagues. Next up, Cardinals against Pittsburgh. It's Wayne over Zach Thompson. Libertor is up against Jose Quintana. Miles Mikolas against Bryce Wilson for the Pirates. So St. Louis, one lefty in Quintana. You're starting all your Cardinals. The thing you got to keep an eye on is the usage of Gorman and Donovan, right? So if you've picked up Donovan and you're starting him, I don't know where the playing time is going to be. I'm not sure if they're going to force Gorman in every day. I would imagine if he came up, he came up to play, but 
Got to be monitored. We'll see that later in the day. Other side, Pittsburgh. One lefty in Libertor. Very tough series for Pittsburgh. I have gotten some offense from Pittsburgh this season, and you know it, but this is not the weekend to do it. I don't think they're going to do much of anything. Last one on the board, the Giants go to the Padres in the perfect weather. Junis versus Manaya, Radone versus Musgrove, and Alex Wood versus Clevenger. We got a good series on our hands. Giants versus one lefty in Manaya, so Jock will be sitting. Going to be a really tough weekend. We Regardless there, other side, Padres, two lefties, and Rodon and Wood. So you got to bench Trent Grisham. I think that's the actual piece of information there. All right, that's all 30 teams. How sick was that? No one is doing that anywhere. No one is doing that anywhere. That's a little bit of everything. That was two starts. That's platoons. Just just everything. Injuries, notes, and a whole kit and caboodle, shebang, bags of chips, whatever you like it, chimichangas, and everything else. So, all right, last up. Let's round third and score the ball. MLB, first look, parlay up on the board. Now, this is another one interesting. The, the parlays have not been profitable, right, thus far. And I think when you're playing plus five and plus 600 parlays, like there were going to be segments where that happens. Again, we didn't get bounces on those last sets, and that's that could be the difference maker it has at least been thus far. Again, no excuses. However, here is the important point. I have begun to focus... These, and again, I'm looking, I made another mistake. Two days in a row making errors, which is terrible, although these are viable both ways, which is going to be the other point here. So let's stop and start again. The parlays have not been viable. What has made me happy, right, is not losing, but it's been people telling me that they've been profitable on the very same picks because they don't believe in parlays and we've been doing well by percentage individually, right? You know, most of them are two for threes, and because we've had odds that are palatable for single plays, I've actually done pretty well. I've had some people say, well, and I kind of didn't like that one, so I didn't play it, and it was a loser, which is awesome. Again, I have absolutely no pride in this stuff. I have zero pride, and that's a you know another good lesson. So we got Detroit, Rock City, who I mentioned. Well, I like Scooble. I like the offense today at minus 120. We got Seattle, Robbie Ray, and San Diego with Sean Manaya. So what do you notice? As always, we have the pitching matchups. I believe that we have the advantage. I believe we have a hitting advantage in Detroit over Cleveland. Maybe not Seattle versus Boston, but Boston's running hot. Remember, it doesn't man, it just doesn't happen all the time. It just doesn't happen all the all the time. Ray's been Good and Waka up off the aisle. So I'm just kind of showing you how we apply a few of the different things I've mentioned. That one I think tips the scale more. The pitching thing, I think Waka comes out, it won't be crisp. I think he'll get jumped on. And then, sorry, the last one I lost my place where Minaya over Junis. I think we have a clear pitching edge. Now, the mistake I made, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. These should be full game plays. But you could parlay the F5s. I don't have the answer to the difference. I kind of like to the fuller action of a full game with a parlay. And again, I'm really sorry. I really I hate making mistakes. I just can't go back and do it right now. We've got a full day. We're going to be bringing it all to you. Friday, mail media, that MLB style, man. The war room here is just going absolutely nuts. So let's recap it real quick. Detroit and Scooble, minus 120. The Mariners and Robbie Ray, minus 105. San Diego and Manaya minus 105 as well. Pack them together for plus 600. If we hit it, the whole week is profitable and we get a bit back of last week and then, you know, hopefully we'll climb back and get some momentum into next week. If not, these are all viable 
as standalone full game plays. These are all viable as standalone F5 plays. That's why I'm really not too concerned about the typo. They, I'd be staying and back all of these. I think we bring all of these homes. These all get the full stamp of approval. I've actually even gotten up a bit earlier now to make sure I run the full offensive side of the model. So I'm not giving out anything that I don't end up disagreeing with later on because there's nothing worse than feeling like a fraud. All right, everybody, that should do it. Oh, man, what a week. What a show. Holy cow. Let's give it a go, everybody. All right, that'll do it from the big dude with the big mouth, from the big apple, big Johnny stud, yo. And all the fine ladies and gentlemen at Mayo Media Net. Hat tip to Pat Mayo for allowing me to bring this stuff to you. Hat tip to my boy, Matty Depp, Matty Best behind the scenes. You know, there's people working their arse off, man, besides just the big fat guy kind of yelling at his computer screen, so... Another week, you know, hopefully another dollar in the pocket by the time we get out of here. Please download the Jock Market app. Use the code MMN. They're going to match it for free and use the players that we mentioned. We gave you the strategy. We gave you the numbers. Buy single shares. Be smart. The $100 is more than enough to do damage. We helped you set your lineups for the weekend. And we sent you on your way with a couple of plays and a parlay to hopefully pay for that beautiful dinner, right? You go out tonight and have, and it'll be on us. And the very last thing, speaking of on us, is please rate and review the audio pod. Leave your Twitter handle or email address. We're going to have a drawing today. And we're going to give away free Fangraph subscription worth 50 bucks. And all those pop-up ads, it really makes the experience excellent. It's a, it's a much better experience. Totally worth it. Expect more giveaways in the future. I really enjoy giving back to you. This is, it really, it's kind of, I'm a paying forward kind of guy. So thanks, everybody. We're really up against it right now, right? The longer I go, the harder I make it for the people. Like Matt that I mentioned before. So sorry, Matt. I love you much. Everybody, enjoy the weekend. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Remember, when you work this hard, it feels a lot less like luck, yo. Peace.